0: Welcome to the Spirit for Success
1: podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another Kick-Ass the Sparkling Ladypreneur podcast. And with me as always is the wonderful, the fabulous, the terrific, and the magical Therese Tucker.
0: I was going to say, and Baby Dinosaur in the background.
1: (laughs) I apologize to Baby Dinosaur in the background. He decided that uh, now was the perfect time to wake up from his nap. And since yes. my earphones aren't working for some reason, um, you are going to hear possibly him being a J Rex.
0: <laughs> we got T Rex over here and J Rex over there. I love it. Two di- two baby dinosaurs. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey Jody, hi. Good to have you with us. So, Rach, what what are we going to talk about today?
1: <laughs> I know because you just come in. If you walk and I don't know what's going on. Um, so we were talking in our, our conversation, our strategy session this morning about, um, you know, how do we kick off 2018 so we can hit the ground running and we, and raspberries, um, and we're talking about how we can hit the ground running in 2018. And what people tend to typically do is wait until they get to 2018 and go, right, what is my year gonna look like? Where am I gonna start? What do I wanna do? And all that stuff. And let's be honest, that kind of wastes part of the year. So we thought, fuck that. Let's talk about what you can do between now and then. We've got two months left of the year. That mm-hmm. realistically that last month is almost a write off because of <laughs> Um, so we've really got the next month to set ourselves up for even more spectacular success in 2018. So now I'm going to throw it to Therese to tell us or to start the conversation and, and where you where do you want to start? <laughs>
0: um, well, first of all, I want to start by saying that I've done it the wrong way <laughs> so many times. So this is not coming from a place of like, I have got this down. This is coming from a place of realization, like, like crystallized. In, in my brain,
1: yeah, you know, that's the waste of the first part of the month ah, oh, This feels good. Let's start. No way. This is your now.
0: Well, and I want to take it down to even smaller bite size level because it changed. Um, my whole strategy changed when I changed, <laughs> man, there's a lot of word change happening here. Okay. When I changed the way I was planning my week, everything got easier. My strategy was clearer. And so this is the big change. Um and the big change was I used to on Monday of the new week write down everything I was going to do that not only that day but try to like see the rest of the week and I had learned from another from someone who is a natural strategist to do it actually either on Sunday the day before if you are that kind of person which I am or even Friday if you're if you like your weekends totally off to to actually think about the next week before it happens, and the truth is, it's a total game changer to map it out. Now, I was do I thought I was doing it really well, actually, Rach. I don't know about you, but like I had my calendar the whole month, right? And I would think write things on the days and think that that was pretty strategized. Um, and then of course on the day I would write my to do list because I am the kind of person who gets so many ideas that I go into overwhelm pretty easily. How about you, Rach?
1: <laughs> that's <an> under- <laughs> I,
0: I know the answer
1: <laughs> yes massively and I you know overwhelm is my go-to um struggle emotion I guess is the way to put it that's the one that gets me stuck the most and I've mm-hmm. had to come up with strategies to get out of that but um you know and even I haven't completely oh, embraced doing this strategizing and organizing the week before but having you know Therese knowing that she struggles with similar things and that's making a huge difference to her. We started talking about that this morning. So yeah, watch this space as I come back with, you know, this is how it's worked.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and here's the thing. I think that because I am a creative person and Rach is also a creative person, um, that cre- the, the idea of like having to map out creativity kind of takes some of the wild energy out of the creativity and, or at least that was my fear is that I was going to lose some of my wild, creative, chaotic, passion, energy that comes through. And it really doesn't. What it does is it takes out all the drama that can come with that. So I didn't know that they could be separated, to be honest, for a long time. I didn't know you could separate chaos and and drama and get something more beautiful out of it. Did you?
1: No. But what I do know is that um, on my days where I don't have a clear plan... I chase my tail. I go from one thing to the next thing. I think, oh, I need to do that. but I need to do this, but I need to do that. And a lot of time gets kind of sucked into this chasing my tail, trying to work out what's the highest priority, whereas having the time to map it out at the beginning of the week or before the week starts makes it very clear. Right, I've got this time. I kind of do that as well. So
0: what I would like to gift you guys who are listening right now is a new strategy if you need one. Okay, so the new strategy really is this, that, if you're only looking at your time in in terms of a month, start trying to look at it in terms of the week, right? So try to see major events that you know. For instance, every Wednesday I write down podcast. I know it's happening. It's in there. And it's kind of like a no-brainer. I just know it's Wednesday, podcast day. Uh, but seeing it written down somehow alleviates the um, – The brain pressure. What is the word I'm looking for? They actually call it brain strain. That's what it is.
1: You don't have to remember it anymore. It's already written out. Right. So So I I could could like. Weight the burden bird. I don't have the words.
0: (laughs) That's why we need to reduce the brain strain because neither (laughs) one of us can words anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's so much. It takes the pressure (laughs) off. Um It does. Mm.
0: Yeah, so I would love a thumbs up, you know, for those who are with us right now. Hey, Agnes, um, give me a thumbs up if you're on Facebook watching this. Are you giving yourself a monthly to do? If you give me a thumbs up if you're doing it for the month. Give me a, a heart if you're doing it for the week. And I guess give me a laughing face if you're doing it, like, daily.
1: What about Ooh. not at all? Anybody, any... Anybody- sad face. <laughs> <laughs> and you if you hate it, you
0: could put the angry face. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm in between the sad face and the, actually I've got multiple of those going on. So but <laughs> I'm, I'm publicly going to announce that I'm going to, to put this strategy into place because I can see where the benefits are going to be. Um, not just that, but opening, taking the load, again, pressure off my mind to be able to then clearly come into that space. And I know that. And this is from previous experience like I knew that I had to write blogs when I was doing blog writing for for pay. And I would go into bed the night before going write tomorrow's blog day and more often than not, I would wake up with the topics or even partway through writing an article when I woke up. So I'd be able to get up and smash an article out, even two or three, within you know, the first hour or two because the energy was there, because I set the intention either unconscious, from an unconscious perspective or a, a source energy perspective to say, right, tomorrow, this is what I need to do. And the energy and the inspiration and all the words came flooding in. Now that Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: No, I, and I, what I'm hearing in my head is that my, a quote that I've, I loved and I hated at the same time, which is failing to plan is planning to fail. Right. I love, hate that one. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) I do. Because there, there, you know, what was in my mind before we get in. And I do want to talk about, but before we finish this podcast, we will talk to you about like an idea of how to Get ready for next year now. We will talk about that. But um, I want to go into the resistance to planning because I think it's a real thing that nobody, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. It's like most entrepreneurs that are doing it just do it. Uh, and if you're not doing it, you're sort of hiding in the closet or in the dark, right? Like you're like, what plan? <laughs> or like, sure, planning, it happens.
1: <laughs> or there's a loose plan. It's like, no, I know what mm-hmm. my goals are, but it's not broken down into what do I need to do this week. So that's, right. there is, only part of a plan is probably the best way to put and I've certainly been guilty of that. like, Let me share my reasons for, for getting stuck in not planning. And yeah. I'm sure so many people are going to resonate. Um, particularly people who've got young babies, because my day changes day to day based on what my child needs. So I might mm-hmm. plan to have a three hour strategy meeting in the morning, but if I get almost zero sleep, then that gets pushed out or changed. So there's a resistance to creating too much structure because of it's not a fear of failing keeping up with it, but it's just almost like God, what's the point when that's going to change anyway? That's probably one of my Right.
0: Right. Um, mm, same jody. I'm trying to think like one of mine is. I I think that it was like one more thing to do. Like I already feel like I have so much work to get done that having to sit down and write out a plan was kind of pissing me off because I felt like it was stealing precious time from the stuff I want to be working on. Yeah. And I have to tell you with much relief, it is very much not the case. Mm. It saves you time. And, if I, and I'm one of those people who may have already heard that, but I won't take anything at face value. I like to know for myself. So I have a tendency to try the hard way mm-hmm. only because I need to feel it. I really need to like experience uh, I'm an experiential type person. So a failure is something I experience on your behalf <laughs> to share with you. So you don't have to, if you don't want to fail, don't just plan something. So, um, let's talk about any other kind of resistance to planning.
1: Yeah. Um, I had one, I got one too. It's, it's almost like, okay, so here's the other extreme that happens. People who do the plans and I've done this too. You plan almost everything to the nth degree that your, your day is so packed that the resistance is, but I don't want to know that my day is that packed. I just want to know that I've got space. So if I don't plan anything, then I've got space to be flexible or to take that nap or whatever. So it doesn't, it feels less busy when you don't plan things specifically.
0: I, and here's one of mine, and this is one that I didn't know I had, but what if I put all this planning and effort into it and I still fail? Like somehow by not planning, I'm avoiding some kind of failure, which is it's not true. You just create a new kind of failure. It's the the thing is that um, when you're putting yourself out there, and I don't care how you're doing I don't care if you're you're coaching, I don't care if you're making a product um, or you're freelancing or whatever it is you're doing. There's certain risk involved. Period. That's just part of the territory. Unless you decide to give up some of that entrepreneurial freedom, right? And go into a more structured managed program where you are a support rather than the lead. You're always going to be dealing with the risk of failure. It's out there and it's more about, it becomes more about strategy. So planning gives you a strategy. It gives you something tangible to hold onto, um, which can help you stop spinning. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this is it's pretty basic. Like here we are almost three months in three months, three years, rather three years into this business. And Rach and I have been planning, but we haven't been doing it to the degree that we're doing it now.
1: And going to do it more in the future because we found that the more, it's almost like we've got to create the structure for the flexibility and the creativity to really have it to, to fly. Um, and that's, that's a huge thing. Like I know we've done a lot of, we do a lot of the intuitive stuff, which is very free flow and that's fantastic, but it also needs the structure to be able to stand on, if that makes any sense, the foundation. So-
0: it absolutely does. I want you to think about your brain. Your entire brain has both the free flow and the structure, the Mm-hmm. The you know, the right hemisphere is your creativity, your op- that open spiritual center where there's no form. It's all this beautiful flow. And then the left side's your analytical structured side that has all the form. Well, you're not given half a brain. I mean <laughs> the, the hint is in the fact. <laughs> the hint is that you were given half a brain. I know, right? But the truth is we so, sometimes we only use half a brain. Yep it's true i mean there are people i i have very easily been stuck in the creative side and not want to look at the logic and i and i actually the irony is that i'm more logical than i give myself credit for sometimes um but i have a resistance to that because i don't want to be considered like there's just the associations that i've put on that side that i'm like i don't want to associate with that where i want to be seen as creative and open and ma- magical and spiritual and all these things um and so i've resisted that structure and and you see it the other way too people who are so structured and so rigid that they're resisting their natural open flow creativity allowing state right
1: and that's i mean this is probably a really good topic to go into even for you know to hit the ground running in 2018 now is a really good time to think about what are your goals where do you want to Mm -hmm. be at the end of 2018 and then we start to break it up into manageable pieces. Where do you need to be by the end of the first quarter, the second quarter, et cetera. And then you break that down into where do you need to be kind of at each month? Where do you need to be then at each week? So if you have spend the time between now and then, you're mm-hmm. going to know, like the second you go back to work after the new year break, you're going to know exactly where you're at. You know exactly what you've got to do that week, the week after that month, that quarter. So you can really like all this time, is planning, preparing for running into 2018. So planning is definitely one of the biggest strategies that we are taking on and taking on to a, a stronger degree within mm-hmm. um, particularly coming up to, to the next year.
0: Absolutely. So what I would suggest, if you haven't yet grabbed a pen and paper for this episode, definitely do because I wanna, we want to give you um, a few ways that you can approach this. These, this isn't a hard, fast rule, but this will give you some nice structure to play in. Um, so I love what you were talking about. Let's start with the biggest picture. I am a big picture person naturally. I see the, like my life is like, yeah, big picture, biggest plan. So easy to see. Then you go into the minutia and I'm like, ah! <laughs> Are you the same, Rachel? Are you kind of the other side?
1: Um, I'm a bit different. I do do the big picture, love the big picture and I can break it down into to step by step. Um, but sometimes I make the big picture so fucking big and the time is yes. so fucking short that I create more of the overwhelm that I actually don't need. Right. I know I'm not the only so, one
0: either. So starting with big picture. So she said the end of 2018, I want you to think of five things, just five. In fact, that's your, that is the cap. If you think of more than five, that's too much. Five things that you would like to see happen in 2018. That's where you're going to start.
1: i are going to add to that. Yeah. For, those, for ladypreneurs, don't make that all about your business because your business is not your life. It is a part of your life is not your life so add into that like included in that five there needs to be at least one family or partnership goal if you haven't got any children um health goal remember we're all about the four intelligences so you would also have a spiritual goal um, as well as your business goals because we know that as an entrepreneur our business you know is part of our financial goal it's part of our living our purpose so it does have quite a number of those things that we can tick off But to balance it so that it's not all work and no play, you want to have in there like family holiday. How many holidays do you want to have next year? How much play time? What's your ideal work week look like if you were having a balanced kind of life? For me, I don't want to work any more than four days a week. Next year, just telling everybody. (laughs) 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 Well, you're not around on my Monday anyway. I was like, excuse me? I'm kidding. <laughs> this is your notice. You've got at least <laughs> <laughs> pull it together. Teresa. You've got four days. That's all you get.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So think about your, your life as an entirety, not just your business.
0: I agree. That is so good. Cause honestly, I'll tell you what, my first five thoughts were like, I'm going to do this with my business. I'm going to do that with my business. Like, I and see. then when Rach called me, I don't know. I was like, wait a second. I have to. Oh Yes. This whole thing, the whole reason you get in business is probably not just so you could be in business, right? Wasn't the bigger goal so that you could have more freedom, yes. more time with your family, yes, agree. go do some shit, some epic shit? <laughs> and by the way, if you write do epic shit, let's get specific on that, okay? So try. What do you want to make? Look like? Exactly. What is that? Give yourself an example to work towards because doing epic shit just. It's funny. I enjoy that, but obviously can't work with that, really. I need, I need more specifics. All right. So now that you...
1: Yeah. I'm to add to that because when we were talking earlier today, we started to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And one, there were a couple of questions that came out because the team came into the conversation, as they always do. <laughs> um, and kind of, I was going to say forced us. They didn't force us to do anything. They inspired us to mm-hmm. really look at... Um, are we being every part of who we are in our business and in our life? And it made us understand that we're, you know, there are definitely ways that we are holding back, which, you know, so for 2018, um, one of the questions was, uh, is to picture or step, step into the most powerful version of ourselves. What does she look like? What does she, mm-hmm. do? how does she, stand or present um, but show up how does she show up what does she dare to do what does she dare to say because she's completely authentic and courageous and then starting to look at okay where are we out of step with that where are we hiding and what Mm -hmm. would it look like in our business how would our business change if we were to truly step in and own every part of who we are and shine in that so I'm going to put that challenge out to all of you as well to look at when you're in your business, are you really being every part of who you are or are you holding back? And I challenge you for 2018 to really step into that fully and that we're taking that challenge on to.
0: Yes, and it might require a little meditation, some time to think about it. So Meditation and uh, some wine. <laughs> lots of wine. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and, that, and that's something to, to make a note about. It's okay if the big five aren't right there for you to grab easily. That's okay. Um, but up to five, no more than five, because then you start going into the, the realm of crazy making and trying to like figure out how to multiply yourself so you can do all these things. So five goals. Try to sp- spread it out across the life. Now what you're going to do is reverse engineer. So, Rach, let's per- give them a pretend example. Let's say for 2018, we publish a book. That's the end goal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. now we're going to take this and we're going to reverse engineer.
1: Yes. So, first of all, I need to know um, if the book is going to be published, then there's certainly a, a period of time that it needs to be written. So, that's so I'm just looking right now, I'm just but- seeing the things that need to be done.
0: Okay, because I would reverse engineer it by going book, publish, step before that. It, well, first of all, you have to decide, is it e-published or is it physically published, right? Um, so we do it differently. So I'm going to let Rach show you her way first, and then I'm going to show you how I would reverse engineer that.
1: So I would do this with a whole bunch of post-it notes and a wall. Because yes. You. I don't necessarily get it all out in order, so I would black out all the different aspects that I know I need to complete in order for the book to be published so one of them is clearly to write it then to go through the editing process um, to either find a publisher or decide to self-publish so there's a little bit of research involved there um, and then you know I don't necessarily know all the steps right the second that need to have happen. so one of the steps would be to research to find out what the steps are so I can then go right well by this date I need to be here by that date I need to be there and to be and this is a tip that I would give everybody, you can have a have a timeline but know that the timeline is allowed to slip or change. When we go, it has to be done by this date, it has to be done by this date, That the pressure then can be a block instead of working with your natural inspired action. So the date that you set is just a, that's where my, I'm intending to hit it but not... Yes. So yeah, I would green light think first and then <laughs> place it. And see, and see, sometimes with, with
0: me, reverse engineering works the best. Because like I said, I'm a big picture person. So I get stuck at step one so many times. I'm like, oh, I have an idea. And then I get stuck because it's like, I don't know what to do with it, right? I don't know what to do next. Usually that's resistance. It's not about I don't know what to do. It's about, I feel so overwhelmed by it. My big idea is I want to have a published book by 2018. I want it to be in hardback and on the shelves. Okay. There's a really specific thing. So now I know a few things just from my end goal. I know that it's a physical item, which means that from there I need to have it manufactured, which means I'd probably need a manufacturer and or publisher, right? So, and, or probably before I get that, I might need an agent, right? So before that I need to have a manuscript. Okay. So now I'm starting to get, now my brain's like, okay, that's more manageable before a manuscript. I need to have, you know, a final draft and then I need to have rough drafts. And then, then my brain, I've like literally walked myself backwards through the process. And some of that, knowing that I can't get to step, you know, step six before I do step five, obviously. Um, This is a great technique, not for necessarily when you don't know how to do it, but when your brain is causing you to go into a stop, a resistance. And this is usually perfectionism kicking in because the perfectionist says it has to be perfect the first time you write it. And that just is like taking a gun, shoot yourself in the foot, and then trying to run a race, right? That's not going to happen. It's got to be shit first before it can be cleaned up to be then decent, to be then polished, to be then you know, that's actually the process. So um it, it helps me to reverse engineer it and try to timeline that because then all of a sudden I'm back at day one where all I have to do is sit down and write for 10, 20 at an hour, whatever it is, right? Now I have the plan. Now that I realize that it's not going to be published the minute I put my pen to paper, which is a weird thing that our perfectionist mind will do it'll be like it has to be you know ready to go right now
1: Mm. yeah that's right when there's actually two or three drafts and editing the whole process is backwards and forwards um and here's the thing too and you know this is still in alignment with you know making sure that this plan isn't going to be overwhelming keep you stuck um so when you do your five goals and then you start to lay them out over your year and you look at your quarter and then, then you kind of assess it and go, well, can I realistically, that's gonna need you know, X amount of hours each week. Can I realistically fit that in? Now, here's my rule of thumb, and remind me if I get stuck in overwhelm, Therese. <laughs> don't schedule so much in your day that you've got eight hours scheduled. Like for me, I'm realistically got maybe two to three hours of productive time in a day because of everything else with my baby with my own you know needing to do health stuff so this is why if you've got a health goal fantastic because you would put in each day that you're going to do x amount of time of yoga or relaxation meditation these are all health related um and even spiritually related so as you line them all up in your day you don't want to have you know 90 of your day scheduled out of all these things you need to do because two reasons one You've got to look at your schedule and go, oh, my God, it's just too much. And that's going to stop you right there. But, two, you're not leaving flexibility for things to go wrong, for things to be, need to be shifted and be shifted fairly easily, um, but also for when inspired action comes out of the freaking blue and left field and it's like, oh, I can't do with that deal with that idea right now because I don't have the time to do it. But we also know that when these ideas come in, we really do need to do something with them, even if it's just jot it down. So if you mm-hmm. don't schedule out your entire day, Um, I would say maybe 50% of your working day that you would schedule and then allow the space for things to go a bit longer or a bit shorter, or if you need a nap to be able to to join in on that day.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Um. I have, so everybody has a slightly different approach. So that's, that's something I want to just kind of put out there because I don't think in terms like that. That's the, that's kind of how Rach thinks. I have um, movable objects in my day. There's very few things that I actually have scheduled at a set time. So I have movable tasks that can be moved all over the week and do get moved all over the week. And I want to share that. But first, since we gave them the five things to focus on, and showed them how to look at how to break that down. So your five things, the next thing you want to do is you actually want to make mini goals for so you've got the big goal, but you need a mini goal in the big goal. So um, these are those ones that you can easily achieve. And it doesn't mean like you achieve it in a week. It might take you three months to achieve it, but it's something that you can reach faster that will keep you going. It's like a power-up point. Mini goals give you a power boost when you hit them suddenly you have more conviction which is something we talk about in spirit in our success circle membership what what the power of conviction is so when you reach these little mini goals you get a boost of energy that tells you oh my god i can fucking do this i can so do this i want to give you an example So a mini goal that I had is I started doing yoga. I wanted to work out every day. I wanted to be ambitious and do like 30 minutes a day or to an hour and like be, I had all these really big goals of what, like what my body was going to look like and be able to do. Um, and the truth is that some, some days I get 30 minutes in some days I get five minutes in and there's a few days where I don't do it. um, And it used to be so overwhelming to me that the days I didn't do it were more than the days I did. Like it was more like I did three days and then most of the rest of the week didn't do it. Now it's like I do uh, six days and miss one day a week, which is pretty awesome to me. That feels good. But what happened was the big change I made is I set a mini goal and the mini goal for me had to be something really actionable and reasonable for me, not for Somebody who uh, is really athletic and just decided to take on yoga, right? Like I had to do it for me, and my mini goal was to get my heels to touch the ground in downward dog. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's like you put your feet on the floor and then you bend over and put your hands on the floor. You're kind of doing that tent shape, you know.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't seem better than I can.
0: What's that? Your husband better than I can. Well, yeah, they're way more flexible. <laughs> way more flexible. So with a downward dog, you wouldn't know, but getting your heels to touch the ground is actually, there's a lot of tension in the back of your legs, especially if you sit at a computer a lot. Oh my God. So my mini goal was to get my heels to touch the ground. As soon as they did, I was, I was stoked. I'm like, I can do this. Suddenly I know I can do this. And now getting up to six possibly seven days a week of getting a little bit in there is not a problem because I did it. Like I reached a point that proved to me that my strategy worked and that it's reaffirming for me that I can keep going. Now it's, you know, now I want to be able to maybe in 2018, I think a goal of mine is going to like do a handstand, right? Like actually be able to do a handstand again. Haven't done one in freaking years. Not sure my body will let me. (laughs) but it's something I could work towards. Um, and, and you know, the way that they would do it is they would break that down into chunks. You don't just go from not doing a handstand into full handstand. You do like you have to build it up. So I want you to think about your goals that you're writing down your big goals, chunk them down. What's the mid goal rate for somebody who wants to be published by the end of the year? What are some chunkable goals for that?
1: Yeah, so one of them would be finishing the draft. Another one would be completing the editing, which is a process that could even take like the second quarter or just to do all the editing and get the, the book cover and stuff done. Um to me I kind of see that as the halfway point. Um, yeah. And then from there, then it's, either, then it's either getting it published and it's not just getting it published, like there's plenty of ways to self-publish. That's a small part. Um, it's marketing after that. So, you know, the, the third quarter might be to, to get the book completed and out there and on the shelves or in the, the stores or on Amazon, all of that. Um, but then the marketing starts and then it would be like a sales goal by the end of the year or, um, you know, the amount of – if you're using books for a lead generation – forward to start bringing in X Men elites, so It's certainly a massive strategy that, um, that many people are using and will probably use too.
0: And what, what I'm hearing right there that maybe you all caught is that your goals may expand. You might actually get to the point where before the end of the year, you technically published a book, but now you want more. There's, there's something more and that will show up too. That's the beauty of giving yourself these smaller, more actionable steps. And then, so let's take it down. So now we've got the five things we want to see happen by the end of next year. We've broken it down into mini goals, which now comes down to what we're looking at like monthly. So now we're at our monthly plan. So as you can see, you've actually planned quite a bit more in already. You already have a vision. That's the vision, right? These things. So now you're coming down to the months now. I have not gotten to the point yet where I plan four months at a time. That's called quartering. I'm not there yet. Can't quite teach you, but that's a thing <laughs> for anyone.
1: Three months, monthly goals, and then you break it down into weekly goals.
0: Right. So, so the next thing you want to do, though, is that's where – this is where I could, like, show you what I do right now, is I've got my whole month out. In fact, actually, between you and I, the only thing I've mapped out completely that goes past a month is school for spirit. That thing goes out quite thing. a bit.
1: We've got that right. for the year. So much time right. to do dates. Sorry.
0: What's that? So much time
1: to do next year's dates.
0: I know, right? <laughs> so so we've, got, we've got some of these things mapped out, but now we're coming down to the month where you're, you're kind of looking at, like, the overview of some big things that are happening. Um, Rach. So this is where Rach and I start to like do things a little differently. So we all have, so Rach had talked about having, um, a certain amount of things booked for the 50% booked and 50% free so that you had more flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have as many dated things in my account. So like I have, you know, the podcast, it has a date, right? It has a time, time slot. Mm -hmm. Classes obviously have time slots. A lot of the stuff that I do behind the scenes, though, is is more technical and administrative. So those things are free-flowing. And the way that I approach those is I try to see what needs to be done by the end of the week. Like, what do I need to just have it done? I want this out there in the world. Uh, And that kind of gives me an idea of how I break my whole week down. And usually you get that information based on what you didn't accomplish in the week you're in.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just a bit like that. So me, it's, it's, I found it helpful to, if I knew that I had to do blog writing as a part of my week, then to have like, you know, make that Mondays, Mondays is blog writing day. Um, That seems to prepare me for blog writing. At the moment I'm kind of, doing what's necessary in the week and because I've had to take time off to go and be with my stepdad and my mum and whatnot it's kind of thrown me out of whack so it's time for time for me to get back into some kind of, of routine and schedule so that I'm getting I'm getting the things done that need to be done mm-hmm. by making the most of my time so that I'm getting stuff done because uh, we talked about um, today you know there's things that need to be done that are going to boost the business versus things that we need to do which is acting is in the business so you know putting the podcast up that's you know back-end administration It's not necessarily active direct marketing or creating a marketing strategy or getting that stuff out there that's going to expand the business so as a business owner you get caught it's often very easy to get caught in the back end doing the stuff the day-to-day stuff that needs to be done when a good 50 percent of our time should be spent on doing working the strategies building the things that are going to continue to bring the leads in.
0: Right. Also, well, let's something I want to talk about that's pretty important because it happened, it happened to you a little bit with your computer, happened with mine completely, and that is the unexpected. So there are things that are going to happen in our lives that really just knock us completely off center. No so here we are talking pretty strategy things to you, like plan, plan, plan. What happens when life is like boom? <laughs>
1: just kidding. I have to go to canberra for a week and a bit computer doesn't work uh, um and you've got to deal with those things you just have to deal with those things and then the week gets rescheduled things get rescheduled which is why if you don't have a full schedule it's a lot easier to do that kind of thing than not.
0: right but i I, what i want to address with it is that there there are feelings that can come up um if you're prone to overwhelm man will that put you into overwhelm most definitely right when you feel like you're just trying to get a hold of something it's like this it's like uh when you are young and you're working on your homework and you have it spread out all around you and your cat or dog comes and walks all across it and just shuffles everything out of the way and you you have to reorganize all over again i think the most important thing to remember with this is to take a deep breath i mean this is Life is giving you something here. So this is where when we talk about mindset, that's where this comes into play because having a plan, writing it out, that's a great strategy and strategy is definitely going to move you forward, but it's not going to save you (laughs) from the pure chaos that life can bring us sometimes because life is just like our brain, you know, half creative and chaotic, half structured and, and you know, finite, there's a little bit of both at play that comes into our world. Um, and as life likes to show you, it can rock you at any time it wants to, right Life, life can be like anchor ball
1: <laughs> yeah, from lift field.
0: So this is where having a, a plan and strategy won't necessarily give you peace of mind. It can when you have the right mindset. Mm-hmm. So really quickly, and this is a. To- wholly other topic, but when shit comes at you, the first thing to try and do here is with the mindset of a success mindset, you're really trying to look for the gift. There's gold in this. If the universe gave it to me, there's something of value in it. So the mindset around it is to try to look for the gold, right? Try to look for the value here. Sometimes what it's telling you indirectly is you need to Slow down and stop and think about things. Reevaluate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why are you doing this? That's a great question to ask that we don't always ask ourselves. We don't, you know, it, it's, it should be maybe the big Monday question. As you get up for the week, why am I doing all this?
1: And particularly while you're planning your 2018 and you've got all your goals, why do I want it? Why am mm-hmm. I doing it? Find out your why because that, when you know your why, and we talk about this in the success circle, we've got a whole masterclass around determining your why and how to make it even more juicy and strong because your why will keep you on track when those curveballs come at you and yes. keep you moving forward in your business if you know your why.
0: Absolutely. Sometimes we get so stri- sidetracked by the mini goal that we forget the big goal. Like the mini goal many times is the money.
1: Hello, the money,
0: the money will get you to do something, won't it? (laughs) But it is not your why. Believe it or not, if money was the, we had this talk, the team like downloaded that one, but they were like, if money was the why, Mm -hmm. there are so many ways to get money. Why would you choose this way? If that was really your why, right? Why not choose the job where they're like, here's a paycheck every week, every two weeks. Here's your bonus. Here's your insurance. Here's your blah, blah, blah. That exists right? And there, if that, if your why is the money, there it is. But if you are putting yourself out there in an unconventional way, if you're using your creativity and your purpose to be in the world and to help support you, the money is only a mini goal. It's not the big why. And when the chaos comes and it will come (laughs) because the universe has that great sense of humor, if you want something to get you back on track quickly, you got to think about why, Mm. why am I doing this? What purpose? What do I want? Mm. What do I really want? Getting underneath all that stuff so you can get the clarity. So you can come back with your plan strong and be like, okay, from, from here, now that I've got this glitch in my computer or whatever is going on, I'm going to adapt, adapt, Mm -hmm. adapt. Right.
1: Yes. So, We've we've talked about this for 50 minutes already. It's not hard because it's, I mean, it's a big thing. What we're talking about is a big thing. But ultimately, you know, to hit the ground running in 2018, it really is about using this time to plan, to prepare, to connect with your bigger vision, start working on the energy level. That's another big thing that we do. And we talk about it in the Success Circle membership. Um, because energy and working in the non-physical side of things is actually where the magic is. Like that's where the yeah. real magic is for the dreams to come true and for things to happen magically.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we invite you to join us at our Success Circle membership. That's where we really dig into the why, the big powerhouse behind the plan. Um, because the two of them together, that's, what's unstoppable. When you see people grow to such big heights, when you see people take something from a seed of an idea and turn it into a huge tree, that's the strategy they're using. They've got to have something that drives them on every level, which is the why. Um, and then a strategy, of course, and a plan. So (laughs) we hope that that helps you kind of ignites a fire in you to think about this. Even if you just start by thinking about it, you're already ahead of so many people who are only going to wait and think about it on January 1st. Yes. On January 1st, if you've thought about this, you're already like, today I'm doing blank, blank, and blank. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Awesome, Jody. joe has got a whole page of notes. Great. Um, yes. Have an idea, maybe with our Success Circle members, we could do an a, a impromptu workshop around planning for 2018 as a bonus class
0: oh that would be fun
1: that would be fun Um, and the beautiful thing about the success circle membership when we do our live sessions is that they get access to me as a coach and therese as a psychic guide so they get psychic insights as well as coaching to really um get the power out of whatever it is that we're working on at that time so basically get to work with the two of us (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's right we got two alchemists for the price of one <laughs> awesome sauce
1: well let's All right. for questions so anyone who's got questions before we wrap up for the day before my son decides he wants lunch um, if you've got a question either put it into the facebook group or if you're in the the room with us um, chuck it into the chat and we'll give you whatever we can it can be a question on anything and we'll give you psychic insights and coaching um, while we've got a little bit of time so now is now is the
0: time. <laughs> or I'm just—we got to give Facebook a, a chance to catch up with us because you know they're always a little bit behind. Um, but gosh, what else? Today was one of those serious days. You know, I was like a part of me sat back and listened and went, "Man, it got really serious today."
1: <laughs> you consider us kicking your asses and our own um, to do this planning and strategy stuff a whole lot better. Because always very
0: starts with getting our own asses kicked. So (laughs) just so you know, we're just passing on the line. We're not
1: new to any of this. Like we are we are with you, but our, our team and spirit love to show us where we can improve and what we can do and knowing full well that as we do this that it's it's going to help other people as well. So we dare to share it almost as we get it. I
0: you know what I have become addicted to ticking things off my list. I love a good like I cross, I do a little so um, I don't like to draw lines through things like some people do. Like I put a little dash and then I write my little task and then I get to put a little X next to it. Man, I just love that. I'm like X, X, <laughs> X. <May all> the- <laughs> cross there's nothing on it. You're like, it never
1: existed. <laughs> <laughs> done, done, done.
0: Um, yeah, no. there. So there's this uh, – one of the things that I'm working on right now is just – Uh, doing all the back end on my Etsy shop and there's a tool I found that helps me to um, to clear up the you know just clear up the language and the SEO and all of that stuff so I've been using this tool and it also gives me like a red light or a green light so my whole goal is like every day I'm like I want that other green light so (laughs) And I actually get excited. I feel like a dork because I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm geeking go, oh out God, over the I know I got another green light. Man, there's something about that that's so satisfying, isn't it? It's it, it literally is just Whoever designed these green light red light things, they totally get people. I, I'm telling you, that person must be rolling in the dough because I love that. We have a, our blog tool on our our WordPress has that kind of thing, and it has a little red light, green light thing,
1: an orange light. So you're almost there, almost. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it gives you a checklist of the things you can do to change it. So I was like, right, what can I do that's really easy?
0: <laughs> I know, right? I know. So you're like trying to get the green light. I think I've gotten one green light from that thing, but it was an epic day. I was like, yes. <laughs> I think I took a picture of it and sent it to Rach. I'm like, look what I got. She was like, <laughs> it's not the same if it wasn't yours.
1: Celebrate small things, I tell you, because sometimes when you're doing running your business yourself, when we've got the two of us, and even that's still got heaps in it. You've got to take these small wins. You've got to celebrate. Oh my god, I learned how to do an autoresponder, or I put three together, or whatever.
0: It is. You know, it's the energy that moves you forward. It's the mini goal. It really is a power up. If you get the green light, suddenly you feel, I did. I felt like I can blog. Like now I'm really good because I got green light. (laughs) At least good for me, right? What is, we have questions coming in?
1: We've got one here. So um, Jody's put a question in. Thanks, Jody. I'm really stepping up into my purpose now and I have an awesome concept, but I'm stuck in this planning concept stage still. Therese, Uh do you think this is the right course for me? I'm trying to decide if it's my ego stopping me or spirit redirecting me.
0: I know I get that it's first of all what I get is I get a green light in as in do it um what I what's happening though is lack of confidence lack of self-confidence I don't believe in myself yet right so you're looking for external confirmation to believe in you and we just freaking talked about that. It came through. Didn't that come through in the channeling we just had for a masterclass?
1: Yeah, masterclass.
0: Yeah. So that just came through and they were really speaking to this idea of it's such, you know, we do such a disservice to ourselves waiting to believe until we get other people. That's called, that's the energy of convincing. And it's a two-way street. So you're trying to convince other people and you're trying to convince yourself. (laughs) It is as you can feel. So the energy of convincing is very surface. It has no, no roots. What What it feels like to me is it's like, it's like a low mist that sits above the ground. So that's convincing, but it can be easily blown in any direction, right? Like You're convinced until someone else comes along and tells you that's not how it is. And then you you get blown in the other direction. It's not a grounded uh, belief. A grounded belief is conviction. Mm. And we, I, this is something that we all talk about. We talk about it very deeply. Uh, Our team is very interested in us understanding how belief works and belief is not um, how, how belief can be many different things. So we go into that in the success circle membership in the masterclass materials. It's part, it's part of what we channel. Yeah.
1: Yep. So um, yes, you're right. Uh, She says hundred percent. I don't trust myself still. Yeah. you I mean that you and I are doing some extra work around mindset and stuff working with source for shift. So know that this is where you've got a tool to be able to start building so much more trust and confidence in yourself because the world needs you to do what you do. It is absolutely right. waiting for you to step into that role, the role that you are meant to play. Um, and you can absolutely do it around your beautiful children.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, so right now, you, the, what they're telling me, Jody, you need to do is, again, we were just talking about this, but they're cementing it and go back to why. Yes. Why did you get the idea?
1: Why do you want to do it?
0: Right. The universe does not, is not arbitrary. It doesn't try and fail. The universe knows exactly what it's doing. The difference between how we think or, or how we attempt things from an insecure place, the universe is not insecure. That's a better way of saying it. The mm-hmm. universe is very sure. It knows how it works, and it works like clockwork. That means the gears have to perfectly line up, and they do every time. So when the universe gives you an idea, when you receive inspiration, you were not arbitrarily chosen. And I'm hearing it too. Thank you, team. They're like, I hope you're listening. You're not arbitrarily chosen. So anyone who's listening to this, who has a little self-doubt, understand that if the universe were to just kind of like pick you and fling you into something, that would be like putting sand in a watch. Mm-hmm. it would break it it would break the perfect movement the perfect flow the orchestration of the universe would get kinked up by being like i'll just put jody over here she'll do fine <laughs> i
1: think <laughs>
0: no you have to be a vibrational match to any inspiration you receive so the doubt is not on the universe's side it's on our side Mm, that's true. why we can't do anything until we adjust that.
1: Exactly. She said she had it. Um, she wants to do it. She had did it for friends the other day and loved it and it helped them so much. And that's, that is your big neon flashing light right there, Jodie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you do it, you love it. Like when I teach source the shift or we do our mastermind sessions, I am energized afterwards. So I know that's a clear sign. That is absolutely what I'm meant to be doing. That is the big yeah. green light. So the fact that you loved it and it felt good to help people, it's a no-brainer. Yes, you should be doing that. Now get out of your own way. <laughs> right? We're so also- one
0: more thing to help people who aren't sure if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yes, is the love is there. That is absolutely important. That's a huge indicator. But are you willing to do the, the grunt work, the shit that comes with it? And are you willing to do it happily? Like will you sit there if you have to and do all the administrative crap Around it, because that's what our you know our business. This is the fun part. I love this part. But guess what? To do this part, there's a lot of other wheel, a lot of other pieces that have to get done. And I will happily, you know, on some nights stay up till midnight just to get it done, so that I can do this part. And I'm I don't begrudge that. There's a part of me that is just like give me this any day versus working a set six to eight hours somewhere else where I feel like life is getting sucked out of me.
1: Yeah. No, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I'm sure, (laughs) I know there are a lot of you out there going, "Mm -mm 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 -mm." I'm not employable anymore for that reason. So
0: (laughs) Because you just don't have the the patience. You've got
1: to either do that, go go work for someone else and and get that money because if that money is what you need, then do that. Um, Or you do what lights you up. You step into every part of who you are. You show up in the world as you are, your soul wants to show up in the world and the world will be better for it. That's
0: my goal. Absolutely. And just remember, like when you're looking at other people doing something similar, you usually only get to see the pretty parts, right? This is a pretty part. I like to, I like to think our podcast is a pretty part that you get got my to see, on, got my
1: bling on, feeling pretty.
0: right? Right. So we look at that. We're like, man, they're like, that must be so fun. That must be so easy. La 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 la. It's commitment though. There, and that's what it, it will take for you to keep moving through this for all of us is when life throws chaos at you, can you still commit to what you've, you know, what you're creating? Because we kind of do get tested. I don't feel like the universe does it in a mean way. I think it's just showing you like how rooted you are, how grounded you are.
1: Yes. Yeah, see, I don't look at it as tests. I, I look at it as, um, you know, where there's a weakness, where there's, um, you know, baggage or stuff that's still there. Um, the universe is holding the mirror up to show you so you can see it's like oh that stuff's still there okay i'll go and work on that oh okay there's a there's you know we're not doing that as well as we could okay i need to 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 create strategies or do something around that so the universe is always giving us feedback to let us know where the cracks are where things are not built on the, the strongest foundation where we could be improving in some way shape or form
0: absolutely i i totally agree all right well we're not getting any other questions coming in so i think that this is the time to wrap it up (laughs) wrap it
1: up thank you all to have joined us here live today and for all of your energy and your input and for those of you who watch our podcast later if we would love 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 if you would also go and love us and give us some love on iTunes. So subscribe to the podcast, um, <laughs> review because once we've got that, we'll be able to do some extra special content through our own app. So if you would lovely, lovely do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cause we words, well,
0: we words. well, And you can listen to that on iTunes. So
1: <laughs> Give it a try. So thank you very much. And until next time, relax.
0: We got this.
1: We totally did. We got this. Bye. Thanks
0: for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kickass and Sparkly lady Ladypreneurs Unite. Until next time, relax, we got this.